Hello, and welcome to episode seven of the Moral Support Podcast with Sharon McKee, that's me, and Ginger Labatt. Today, we're going to give you an extended episode, which is the replay of the session we did at Shine Ladies Conference in 2022, which kind of launched this whole podcast idea. It's called No More Star Wars. What is that about? Stay tuned and find out. Are you tired of being alone with your own thoughts? Do you need moral support? Well, you're in the right place. I'm Shara. And I'm Ginger. And we invite you to the table as we share stories, conversations, and moral support from our view as middle-aged besties. Let's go. Okay, no more Star Wars. No more Star Wars. Ginger, I am your sister. (laughs) Okay, welcome to the last totally insane session. Turn her mic on. Now I want to be louder. Ha! This is not a microphone, but it would be super cool. Thanks, Yoda. You're the one wearing green. That's because he's the Jedi Master. Yoda won. This is not scripted. We're just being that dumb. All right, so... Turn that music off, please. Whew. I need a break. <laughs> How, old, how old are we? I don't know. Well, welcome to the second to last session. Sister Ginger and I, if you didn't know it, are a dynamic conference duo. <laughs> and we're open for booking. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, is this? Okay, that's not my note. That's your notes. Okay, so we were talking and we thought, you know, it would be fun if we did a session together because we're friends outside of the conference speaking circuit. And we thought, we're just going to give this a go. It's kind of organic and unscripted, which is way more my vibe than her vibe. I got an amen over here. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch. No, that's a good thing. The Star Wars that we're talking about is not the Star Wars uh, created by George Lucas that you see all the, you know, memorabilia and movies about. Was not? Are you shocked? I'm good. Okay. Um, But since our theme was shine like the stars, our brains were racing with anything star-related. And I started thinking about how much I have changed and grown through the years and learned some things about myself and other people and how grievous it is that many times we're fighting one another, not physically and certainly not with (laughs) lightsabers, but the enemy wants us to get into the trap of comparing ourselves with each other and feeling less than or better than or even dividing us on any level and thinking that each other is the enemy when really we're on the same side and we have a common enemy, and that if we're going to be successful in fighting that enemy, we need support. We need friends. We don't need to be fighting, um, comparing amongst ourselves. Amen? So that's the premise for the concept of no more Star Wars, because we're we're both stars. I don't know if you knew that, but... I do now, thanks. (laughs) We're all 
stars, and I'm gonna, we're all stars. Okay, that was all I missed. <laughs> organic, organic, it's organic. Uh, which we're gonna talk a lot more about that in my final session, but we're meant to shine, you know, and for the Lord and not blind each other. So we put together this, um, this class, and we may even ask you for some feedback, but show you kind of inside, behind the scenes, godly friendship dynamic. Not that we're perfect, but maybe share some lessons that, some hard-learned lessons that we've learned through the years that maybe could help somebody in the room. Well, and you should probably know that some of you do, because we've talked about it a lot. If you've been around Shine, you know um, that we've been friends. We met as teenagers. Mm -hmm. So we have known each other, I mean... (sighs) Um, a long time. Yep. <laughs> it's been a minute. In a so, galaxy far, far away. That's right. We were teenagers. That's right. Texas youth camps. Um, and our husbands went to te- Texas Bible school together, so they knew each other. Can you give her some monitor? Is it, I should not have a lapel. And those are made for in-ears, and so you can't. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. So, I mean, there is history there. However... There was this whole season, I got married and moved away from Texas at 19. So, and then social media, I know, the ultimate sin, moved away from Texas. Um, There was this whole season, years, where there was no social media. And if you weren't making phone calls or living, doing life together or writing letters, that you were just distanced from each other. So there was a season of time that we weren't together, but then we reconnected later. And so from that point our friendship began to build on, you know, the fact that we already knew each other, that we were already friends, and then it has blossomed into... And both of us talk regularly how, I mean, we just couldn't imagine that this would be our life. Right. I mean, we are not... I mean, we were both... Yes, we want to say we were born born into royalty, but we were both raised by good saints. Yes. We're not ministry... We're not preacher's kids. I like to joke that I'm a PK because my dad was a pipe fitter. (laughs) My dad was a printer. I know. Won't he do we're it? We're PKs, but really, we're saints. We're, we're saints' kids. Faithful saints that showed up at the church for every event, that helped volunteer for every event, that made church the center of our, of, lives. Of our lives. Yeah. And I think that we're a product of that. It doesn't automatically mean that kids are going to follow that path, but it sure puts them on the right. It sets them up for success. Right. And so I thank you, all you parents who are struggling to make that happen, Um, and those that are living for God in spite of not having that happen. So we're saints' kids, and being in ministry and preacher's kids, I mean, having preacher's kids, not being one, and just all that ministry entails, it makes um, friendships really valuable and very, um, I don't know, vulnerable? No, not vulnerable. It's... It's a, it's a safe place that's not very common to find, and it's desperately needed. Absolutely. And I went through some friendships that have phased out through the years. How many people, you just knew that was going to be your BFF for life, and you have not talked to that person in 20 years? Anybody got a witness? They were all your bridesmaids, and now you <laughs> You know, people come into your life for different reasons at different seasons. It's true. And so we made up this little acronym that we feel like will help define 
what you should be intentionally building and seeking in godly friendships because we need them so, gotta have so them. much. You gotta have it's them. gotta have them. So the acronym, if you have pen and paper and you wanna take notes, we don't have a big fancy slideshow for it. But the first, the acronym is STAR. Shocking. It's all the paper rattling. They're it's actually the paper. doing it. They're gonna write it down. Know, right? That's fantastic. Um, so the S, which we've already touched on, is stop the comparing and start celebrating each other. Go ahead. Okay, so the question then would be, and we've got scriptures listed here. We didn't actually type them out. I gave them to them. Can you do, well, I gave them a whole bunch of scriptures. Which one do you want? Well, I wasn't going to read one. Oh, okay, go ahead. I thought that was my way out. Um, what does that look like? Because a lot of times we hear what we should do or we read it in the King James Version and we're like, that's so great, but we don't know how that plays out in practical life. So when you have, for instance, in our lives, their church, we've been pastoring, you guys have been pastoring one year more than us. It's 22 for you, right? Okay, it's 21 for us. And it happened for them faster. I mean, the the revival, the build, the... um, the big choir, the, you know, all of that happened. And she was my friend. And there came a point, and she knows this, there came a point in my life that I had to make a decision because I'm very logical. I'm very, she's the creative friend. This is, she's the, I'm the spaz. She's a spaz, but I can meet her there. I can, she gets me there. I mean, and she's spontaneous and I'm like, hold on, let me think it through. But I mean, this is why we're good friends. This is why it works. Most of the time. No, it is hard to be my friend. It is so hard. So, apparently. I love you. You want to be my friend? I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'm your friend. I know. You can't this is have not how her. This is supposed to go. Oh my goodness. This is entertainment hour. That's right. Put 2 Corinthians 10 and 12. I just want to make sure, I think that's the one. Uh, dare not make ourselves, yes. yeah. No, I like the Romans one. <laughs> also, I can read okay. it. Rejoice with them that do rejoice. She switched it. And weep the, with them that weep. Okay, so there came a deciding point, a moment in my life where I had to decide. I'm very logical. I feel like I'm doing the things. Why isn't the things happening? Mm-hmm. Two plus two. If we're doing what the Lord has said we're supposed to do, why isn't it happening in my church? And then I would get on social media and it would be like, you know, 47 HG, 32 H2O. And I was like. Stands for Holy Ghost. Yeah, Holy Ghost and water baptism. HGO means water. Yeah. And so <laughs> it wasn't code. That was a key code there. And I was like, eh. we had four fall off the platform. I tripped over my word. <laughs> Not really. But you know what I mean? It's like, why is her life? And meanwhile, she's teaching every single Sunday, the adult Sunday school class, like master's level notes and teaching methodically. I'm like, I, I just like such a loser. Like, I am not in the word like that. What? Somebody say me too? <laughs> That's my ladies. Okay. But right? Those are my ladies. But like intimidating, like always together, you know, always prepared. And I was just like, oh. False. I, it, well, you gave off that impression. And so, and so here we were secretly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had to make the decision. What am I going to do? 
And you know what? In prayer, because, and it wasn't on a Sunday, it wasn't in a service. You prayed about it? I know. I walked with the Lord on Monday. I know. And sometimes on Tuesday, if you were in my session, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, so I had to make a decision through prayer, and this is, you got to work these things out in prayer. If you're having conflict or relational issues, you don't just say, I'm done. You got to go to the Lord in prayer. Figure it out. It's, I mean, work it out. So I had to decide, what am I going to do? Am I going to hate her because she's better than me and because their church is having a revival? And because that's what we think. It's totally what we think. We're like, well, if I could sing like that, sure. I mean, my husband can do it all. He could play the drums. He could play the keys. He could sing. He, could, he only needed me to give birth to his children. That's it. That's all he needed me for. Uh, whatever. And then when that I was over. I'm not going to tolerate that kind of talk from you. Where's my saber? I'm just kidding. So I decided, you know what? The Lord worked it out of me. If he's doing it for them, then he's still doing it. And my time comes when it's a time. And guess what? Calvary ladies, our time has come. We're breaking ground this year. We're going to be in a new worship center. We've got a choir of 40 something people. I mean, but I decided to rejoice and celebrate what was going on with her and not be jealous. And I had to work that stuff out and see when those little things come up inside of you, you don't say it's their fault. You say the Lord's trying to work something out in me. You bring out the worst in me, uh, or that's something (laughs) that needs to be worked out in you. What'd you say? (laughs) I said, but it's in you. (laughs) Ouch. Told you it's hard to be my friend. Welcome to our friendship. So, um, you know, we're living in that world of comparing, comparing each other, but also start asking the questions, what can we learn from each other? What, what is it that they're doing that could help me? And also understanding that their dynamic and their situation is not the same as mine. They're coming into a totally different history of the church, a different part of the country, a diff, you know, we're in God's country and, <laughs> all right. They know it's true. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So, and what really helped really me throughout the years, I, I want you to know that when Pinterest became a thing, <laughs> I know this hey, story. This is, I'm sorry. It's raw. It's still hurtful. <laughs> I wanted to, I don't know, just throw myself into, I don't know. I, I hated it. I, it made me so depressed. I know that sounds so crazy because I'm fun, whatever person, but I get on that app, start scrolling through and be like, who's doing this? And I've never been happier in my life. (laughs) I'm like, this is made for people like me. Who is living like that with all the little cereal labels and the clear bins and the... Did you ever know that you're my hero? Thank you. And, like, I would see these cute little, like, these moms making pancakes that look like little bunnies. Okay, too far. Like, you just I don't want to make those. bunny pancakes with the little banana ears. And then there's a, 
And so I just was feeling so less than and overwhelmed and like such a mess. I'm just, oh, I'm all these things I'm not. My house doesn't look like that unless I'm having a party. <laughs> I'm sorry. Have you seen? She's like the pin worthy queen of parties. That's but she's true. creative enough. But I got people that help me clean it up. <laughs> but she picks it, it up on her own. People oh. like me need Pinterest. Well, no. No, I'm just telling you, I felt horrible about it. But then I found this website called Pinterest Fail. <laughs> and I was like, those are my people. It's like the little bunny's like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a struggling bunny. <laughs> That's going to be on, somebody, somebody's going to screenshot that. Okay. Meme this. <laughs> Caption this. And then I had an epiphany. And I'm just like with details. I said people don't give me papers. I lose papers. Spreadsheet, you might as well just nails on a chalkboard. "Ah." Then I realized there are people who like it. (laughs) And they would a hundred times rather do a spreadsheet of detailed to-do list than sit up here and do what I'm doing. And I would rather do this any day of the week than no, that. she was an algebra teacher. It doesn't even make sense. But you know why I was an algebra teacher? Because I wanted to make math fun, okay? <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was like, the genius kids are going to be on a special track, and these other poor kids need to have somebody to make it bearable. And I can do that. <laughs> anyway, so where are we on this list? So I had an epiphany that... We're all different. <laughs> wow. That's deep. <laughs> How old were you when you had that <laughs> But let's think about it. It does seem so obvious. But the obvious is not practical until you have to figure it out and it becomes this revelation, this epiphany. You're like, oh, hello, we're the body of Christ. Not everybody's the hand. I not everybody's different. the mouth. I'm not everybody's you. the... I mean, some of us are the gobbladder in Jesus' name. <laughs> Not me. Not me. Some of us are the gallstones in the body of Christ. <laughs> Nobody here. Stop. <laughs> not going well but I'm having a blast T okay no I didn't finish S oh finish S really quick <laughs> that other pe- I had to forgive okay you gonna whack me in the head I had to forgive people for not being like me and I had to stop trying to become something God never intended me to be and to flourish in what God has called me to do and release people to be superheroes in the area that God has strengthened them to be. Because by me trying to do it all, I'm, I'm keeping somebody else out of their calling to understand that they know, they're good at something that I'm struggling to do where I could just release it to them and admire and respect them for it. Okay, do you see, though, the backside of that? That all sounds like, oh, wow, they really figured it out. Those were born out of insecurities. Oh, horrible insecurities. People that you look at and you think, she said, she just said, I've had so many people. You intimidate me. You've got it all together. You just, I'm like, I don't even know where all the pieces are half the time. 
all together. But I mean, people look at us and think that there could be no insecurities or there no, I mean, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Everybody typically is the most insecure person in the room. I mean, that is working that out of you. So this is what you learn through the struggle. So don't just be angry at the struggle, learn through it and grow through it. Yes. Amen. And, and, and have people in your life that you, where you recognize what their strengths are and celebrate them for it and, and let them be seen. If it's, they're faithful, they're good listeners, they're detail oriented. Don't be like, Oh, I can never be less the way I am. I'm like, wow, I need them in my life. When I see somebody like that, I'm like, Ooh, come this way. You could help me be better. And I'm also like, and I can help you have some fun, girl. This is about me, clearly. Leave the dishes in the sink. Let's go right on the road. Okay. That's good. Okay, T. T. Time out. No, T for in the star acronym. Yes. Okay. Don't mind me. Some of us are still in denial about. She had glasses. She just don't want to wear them. Sorry. T, truth and love. I could have added more love to that. More lo- that's right. Learn- T, truth in love. Yes. <laughs> Freedom to speak into people's lives is earned over time. You can't just walk up and spill the love on somebody, you know, or spill the truth on somebody. Right. Vomit the truth on somebody and leave them with cleanup on aisle six of their life. A true friend is going to tell you when you're going down the wrong path, when they got a bad attitude and they need to be checked. But you got to make sure that you're at that level with somebody. It takes time. It takes time. Yes, it does. But if your friends never don't have permission to offend you in a godly way, then you need to question that friendship. Because just to go on a path unchecked, that is not love. That is setting that person up for failure. They're going down the wrong path. Now, don't just harp on them about it, but we keep each other in check. Well, and sometimes you see the safe place to vent, and you're like, okay, but that's enough. You're crossing over into a little, you know, vengeance. It's, it, well, and it is. <laughs> She's talking about herself, totally. <laughs> I mean, that's what that looks like. You've got to figure out what is that. It all sounds good, but how's it going to play out in real life? The way it plays out in real life is we go through some stuff. We go through, you go through some stuff and then we get on a phone call or we text each other or whatever. And we start down a path and there's a text that says, okay, you can have a pity party. This is a legit text that was sent to me. From me? Yeah. I saved it. My ladies know I don't do pity party. I mean, they're like 30 seconds. I told you you could have a pity party? For like three minutes. Okay, I was like, yeah. no, sound like No, me. I didn't finish. Okay. And then she's like, but then you got to get up and you got to blah, 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 blah. You know, blah, blah, blah. It's like Charlie Brown's teacher. I'll give you. No, it's this thing. And you know what? It spoke so um, strong to me that I saved it and I kept it in my notes. And then one day, a couple years later... <laughs> I said, well, here's what you sent to me. <laughs> yeah, I was like, pity party for one. <laughs> she didn't want to come to my pity party. And um, so she called me back out on my own advice, which is a good friend. 
that so would the be truth that. and love the truth and love what is the what is the scripture ephesians 4 15 do we have that? yeah let's use some word of the lord here no this is not just our word do you have that okay speaking the truth in love well that's obvious why but why that we may grow up in him and all things so grow up speak the truth in love so that you could grow up so that you could be better so also there's intention there. What is your purpose in speaking the truth? Yeah. Why are you doing it? Is it to make you better or is it to make me feel better? Or is it to, for, so I can feel like I set you straight? And those, you gotta check yourself first. In love, in love. Do I love them enough for a good motive to be given? Put the next one up there, Proverbs 27, six. I didn't understand this for many years. Faithful oh, so are the wounds of a friend. You want your friends hurting you out of love more than you want the kisses of an enemy. Even if you were in my coaching class asking those questions of, hey, if you keep going like this, what does that look like? If you keep down this path of negative thinking and indulging those dark thoughts, how's that going to end up for you? Well, uh, I guess, I guess I'd probably slip into a pretty dark place. What would your capacity be to, to minister and do what God calls you to do? Be there for your family. I guess you just let it linger. I, I guess I wouldn't be able to do that. I, would, I, would, I wouldn't be able to pour out. I'd be stuck. Well, How does it feel to be stuck? How, you know, what can, what can we do to change that? What does it feel like when you're set free? Get them to talk to those, through those processes, but having the courage and the love and the relationship to be able to, to check each other in those moments because we all go through them and we'll say things to each other and we just, oh yeah, commiserate. Misery loves company. And you don't want to always push back. With, I, I struggle with that because I'm a, a fixer. I'm a always positive, relentless optimism. And my kids or somebody will come to me with a problem and I'm just always like, but at least it's not this or but what could we do? And they're like, could you just let me be sad for five minutes? I'm like, okay. Are we done now? You know, so, but you do have to give a safe place to, to express frustration and concern. You have to acknowledge that feeling's there. I feel really angry. I feel really hurt. That's be real. validation. That's sure. real. Validate it, but don't feed it and don't enable it to become permanent. Okay, so we also realize that this could very much have some people thinking, oh, wow, I, I have some changes in my friendships to make. Not necessarily cutting people off, but making the, the boundaries, the adjustments that make it a healthier situation. Because you need to be surrounded by people who support the same interests. The same goals, values the that same you values. have. I mean, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Period. All the friends that we have that are no longer here in the truth, living for God... They went another way because of the friendships that they allowed to flourish and weren't willing to, to prune those things out of their lives because it's very influential and very powerful. And you will be drawn to people like you. And if you're a negative person or you're struggling, the enemy is not, you know, ignorant. But we sometimes are ignorant of his devices and we can get trapped in these conversations. They're not edifying. They're not helping each other. And when we're calling a friend is really not a friend. And so be very careful if the Lord's speaking to you about just drawing away from someone or you having the courage to speak truth and love and say, you know what, I'm not comfortable with talking about this anymore. Or can we change this subject? That's really bringing a heaviness on me that I don't feel comfortable with. Because we'll be talking and we'll be 
talking about a situation, and we'll be like, we need to stop right now because we're starting to get a little bit critical. And in our private conversations with each other, we'll say, I think that's enough. We've given this enough of our attention. We need to turn it over to the Lord. We've expressed it. We laid it out there. We've looked at it. Yep, it's ugly. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's hard. It's hairy. Well, and we can I co- think it's infected. Oh yeah, it is. We can cover a lot of ground in no time. <laughs> okay, but but now what? Yeah. You know, now what? What is that doing for me? Just to talk about how bad it is. Right. Have the courage. Be that. Sometimes I'm not the one that's going to steer it that direction because I'm not in that frame of mind. But having someone in your life that can say, oh, "Yeah, that is pretty bad." Okay, that enough of that. What's good? Let's switch. Or even about another person. Man, she is driving me. Da da da. Say, hey, let's protect. The absent. Let's protect their name when they're not around and not share anything that we wouldn't if they weren't here in the room. Because it's real easy to do. And it's words are powerful. So whatever you allow to be spoken, you say, Well, it doesn't affect me, I don't really believe that way. But if you're allowing it repeatedly to be spoken in your um in your ear and into your life and, and just even in your presence. That will affect you. Words are powerful. You can't just say, well, it doesn't affect me. It absolutely affects you. Or just, I'm just listening. Yeah. You're enabling. Yeah. It takes two to do that. A listener and a talker. Right. Are we done with the T? Yeah, we are. Okay. A. A. You know, if you were in my class, uh, the last one, we did the wheel of life where you take an assessment of all the accounts in your life, your spiritual walk, your personal growth, your... um, your home environment, your health, your finances, and you kind of grade yourself. Well, one of those was friendships. Like, where, where am I with the friendships in my life? Well, you give yourself a grade, and then you have to ask yourself, why is that score so low? Or why is it so high? It's because you have to be intentional about it. Some of your scores are really low on hobby and leisure or date nights with your spouse because unless you make it a priority, it will never, ever be a priority. You A is for act intentionally. Act intentionally. If you want to build godly friendships, you can't do it haphazardly. You, whatever you water will grow. Whether that's a bad relationship or a good relationship, if it's a relationship with your spouse, relationship with a friend, a child, your relationship with God, if you water that, if it's somebody you shouldn't be talking to online, if you water that, it's going to grow. But if you invest and water good, healthy relationships, stay in touch. Send them an encouraging text every now and then. Get a funny meme thread going. If you want to have friends, you have to sow into that friendship and be intentional about it. Now, you do reach a, a dynamic where we could not talk for a long time. And I don't have to worry, oh, she mad at me. Oh, I didn't text her back immediately. She's probably not going to talk to me. Give me a break. It's so junior high, okay? <laughs> Don't be that person who's super touchy. Understand each other's personality. I didn't get into the whole disc profile, but it's revolutionary. And I try to um, make myself known, my weaknesses to the people in my life so they can understand it's not personal. I'm just, I got a lot of tabs open in my brain at any given time. And if I don't respond to you, it's not because, dear heavens, I'm not just like, didn't catch you out of my life and I'm secretly mad at you. I don't, I have, a, I have trouble staying mad because I don't remember what I was mad about. <laughs> a blessing and a curse. So people got notebooks. They remember what you were wearing on the day it happened and the smell of the atmosphere and like, oh my I'm sorry. You know, they have memory museums and I, I don't. And so understanding though that, oh wow, I know that I'll try to be more sensitive 
about that because I realized that you take things so personal and it can be a really great thing, but you need to know about me is that I need you to bug me. I need you to say, hey, did you see my text? Are we still going to? Don't say That's exactly what. I, I'll send her something. It's a meme that says, there's one, have you guys seen the one with, it's, it's Finding Nemo, but it's the girl with the braces and she's tapping on the screen. I get that a lot. <laughs> I'm like, or the one that's like the, the gopher or something, he's going, hey, 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 hey. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to text her back three days ago. Um, but it's not like, oh, I don't want to talk to her no more. It's just like, I need a, you know, yep. help. Yep. And oh, I fa- okay. What? A help. Oh, God, I found a help. Gotcha. First Peter, let's throw a scripture up there. <laughs> Quick. First Peter 4, 8 through 10. Oh, moral support. Back it, to that's a different one. No, it's not. Yeah. What does it say right there, Second child Kings of God? Kings 2.2. Two. I just said First oh, Peter. Oh, I thought you meant a different letter. fight. Where's the sabers? I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, we could do Second. You got it, you got it. I can't even read. Oh, my what do you want her to read? I don't know. First Peter 4.9? 4, 4, 8 through 10. 4, 8 through 10. We'll read it. I'll read it. Thanks. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. Uh, As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Okay, so we just expounded on that. That's basically what we just said. Okay, I know you're right, um, but you didn't read the scripture. 2 Kings 2.2. This is important. This is, does anybody know our little inside joke? Have you heard us talk about moral support? It won't be support? inside no more if you make it outside. What? <laughs> it won't be inside joke anymore. Are we going to share? Y'all want to hear our Nobody knows joke? it that you've heard us say that she's here from, she does. No, share. Share oh, it. Share she it. Said, hey, stand up, red dress lady. <laughs> Blair, last year we recorded But God Here. And I called a lady down front that got it healed of colon cancer. That's her. But God. You're looking at a miracle. Yeah. Ah, I couldn't pass it up. It's like right there. Just give a crazy break. All right. So moral support. She said, tell the story. You don't have to tell the story. It's a little... <laughs> well, first of all, when she first started coming, it was 100%. She wasn't a, a speaker. She paid her own money. She came here just to be here as my friend, as moral support, because I didn't know what to expect was hosting my first conference. And the only reason anyone showed up, I'm 100% sure, is because I had Best of Megan speak. I was like, I had a sure winner, and people are going to come. And they did. And y'all yes, been coming girl. for eight years. Yes. I know, baby. Yes. So, Do you I, love Jesus? I love Jesus. The devil don't even know how much I love you, baby. If you don't know. Daniel oh. had rather been eaten by lions than just. Your husband's easy on the eyes. That's what she told me. Not your husband, my husband. No, he did. she did it later. We were there for her 90th birthday. and she, There's a picture of me and Brian, my husband. She's standing between us, hugged up against him, and I'm over off to the side going. <laughs> Anyway, so she she's came from Queen of England, my word. If you don't know Vesta Mangan, she's a powerful pioneer, dynamic, iconic that is not woman mocking. of God. That is all due respect. For sure. Anyway. She's the bar. So as the years progressed, she kept coming. And it's just nice to have someone, you know, a friend uh, at your side when you're 
you know, stepping out into the deep like this. So, one, you tell it. Are you sure you want it out there? You know I'm going to. We don't have to No, do not it. the name. Glad we clarified that. Not, we don't have to tell it. Okay. Okay. So I came, and one time she needed more support, and it happened, and it was great. But if you see that, that is a definite person. I won't tell it. I feel like we're trapped now. This is so annoying. Sorry, I brought that up. My bad. Someone just was shocked that I needed moral support, and I felt super stupid. Somebody that came in as as a guest person. And they're like, and what are you doing here? And... Wait, did I say it or did you say it? We were riding in the car, and I was in the back seat. We just picked... A certain individual from somewhere north, east, south, west of here. Yes. (laughs) And she introduced me and said, this is my friend, Ginger Labatt. She's here for moral support. And you could hear the audible... (laughs) And she swings her head around and goes, you need moral support? And I was like... No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And no, so ma'am. from that point on, it just became... It's not that great of a story. It's not, but it, it was but great. But the life after that story, we were both on the speaking at a different ladies' conference, and she got up to speak. She used to send me this little, uh, is it called GIF or GIF, whatever you call it? The little moving thing. It's got a little banner. It says moral support. Anytime, we'll just send it to each other. We know we're going to speak somewhere. I'm here for moral support. He's just waving a little banner. And so she got up to speak. There's like a thousand ladies, and I'm behind her, and I had a little sign. I was like, <laughs> moral support. <laughs> and, and she couldn't see it, but like she was trying to preach, and people were laughing at me. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the right kind of moral support. She's a glory hog. And then she did it. <laughs> oh. Truth and love, man. Truth and love. <laughs> And so she turned around and did it back to me yes. because yes. that's and, what and I deserved. And if you ever see it filter through, um, yeah. it was Missouri Ladies Conference, and we have pictures of us holding a little sign that says moral yeah. support. So. so Everybody needs a little moral support yes. sometimes. Yes. All right, so the last one is R. We're already here. We're already here. Oh, we should be. Look at the time. Oh, look at the time. Oh, look at it. What? I don't know. What are we looking at it for? I don't see any signs being thrown up. So Yeah, we had 10 minutes, and now we probably have zero or five. I don't know. We could quit and not tell you what R is. Are out there? They want to hear R. Oh no, R. We're not quitters. No, that's your ladies. Those are my Throwing ladies. your own advice right back. Listen, at you. I already told them don't bring the pom poms or the foam finger. Hey, you got to think about these people. Hear her every single week. They live with her, and they traveled all the way. Some drove, some flew all the way from Illinois to hear her again. When the people who know you best love and respect you best, that is a powerful testimony of your true character. I say almost every year, every conference I go to, who you are at home is who you really are. Amen. And sometimes, some right here, I'm nicer to strangers. I'm more patient with people at the checkout line or here or there than I am with my own family. But how I treat them is a true testament of who I truly am. And when I can pull back and say, I'm sorry. I didn't, that's not who I want to be. I told my kids the other day, I'm sorry that I was, I raised my voice at you. I got really frustrated. That is not the dynamic I want to have in this family. And I want to apologize to you. Even though I am the mom, 
I want to model the behavior that I want from them. I felt this way um, as a friend because she created, and I respect <laughs> She's got a moral support sign. <laughs> Who is that? Oh, it's one of your girls, I think. Is it? Are you one of no, my people? She's not. I you are now. You're one of my people now. I can't see. I love it. That's awesome. They're all going to do it now. <laughs> I love it. Just to know someone's in your corner. Next year, that should be a shot. Powerful. I know. I agree. <laughs> all right. Five, five minutes. <laughs> okay. So, I mean, this is, she's my friend. I came. I, and I think it was by default that I ended up speaking the first time because somebody, somebody could have come. Mm-hmm. And she said, I need you. And she knew I was going to be there. So, can you do a breakout session? hundred percent. I think I've spoke every single shine at a breakout session or something Mm -hmm. every time, just because she knows I'm going to be there. But do you know what that spoke to me? I mean, I know it sounds like it should just be obvious to you, but when my friend who knows me best says, Hey, will you come participate on this level? I was like, wow, she, she trusts my walk. She trusts my, she trusts me to be an extension in her conference. I mean, that really meant something. And we've had the same. We had you come in. We we have two CDs out there. She sang on both of them. Shameless plug, Lori Hogg. (laughs) I'm kidding. We wrote her name on both of them. Uh, Not because I said to. No, you didn't. She didn't request that. Those poster board things are not my idea. I am desperately against them. I I did not order the the cutouts. They're hilarious. There's just like a lot of backstories behind them. Because I want to get to everybody, but I can't. And... It's just fun. So don't think I was like, oh, I would like posters of myself all over that church. No. And if I did, they would look better than that girl. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I guarantee you that's what everybody was thinking. Is I know. Just... See, but I would think that lay in bed think, I bet they think that I ordered cutouts of myself. <laughs> she has spares in her office. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> just joking. Oh, okay. R is for risk. To take a risk. To Some of you have been hurt desperately by friends in the past. And you're going to have to take a risk to build a new friendship with someone and, and be vulnerable with that person. Because we don't really like vulnerability to show our weaknesses, our insecurities. We're afraid we'll be rejected. But when God puts... It's worth going through a few bad ones to get to a good one. And don't give up on finding the right friend. And don't hold that friend accountable for all the wounds and hurts of your other friends. But as the friend of someone who has been hurt, understand that they cannot help but see you through the lens of their experiences. And you have to love their walls down over time and show them I wasn't there when all that happened, but I'm here now. And I want to be a part of your life moving forward. And let's build something, you know, that is godly and that's healthy. And it, 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 it takes time to be, and you don't want to be overly vulnerable either take some things just to the especially if you're married that's a marriage bubble there that you need to keep sacred and tell all your business to your girlfriends that's a whole other class and take things to the lord in prayer this is not a gossip buddy that i'm talking about this is a godly friendship iron sharpening iron challenging each other growing remember iron sharpens iron like i always thought of it as very much like these gleaming swords just that sound of you know that that animated sound it's not. For something to sharpen something, something else has to be rough. There has to be, there has to be friction involved. And while she's bringing those, also, 
great relationships are not built without trouble. And I mean, people who have been married, my husband and I have been married 30 years. You think that we just, it was easy street the whole time? I mean, you don't know. <laughs> no. Not with, not with you. <laughs> and he would say the same thing. But I mean, great relationships, friendships, whatever that looks like, are built with not writing somebody off because there is a hurt. It's let's work through this. How can we resolve our conflict, this friction, and make us stronger and better? And that's where you get longevity and strong. We've been through some stuff. It's going to take a lot to split our friendship off. I mean, she's going to have to be very intentional about writing me off and being hateful and ugly. I mean, very. Because we've been through some stuff. Right. And I know her heart. She knows my heart. And we've worked through some things. And it's not about quali- quantity of friends. It's quality. Yeah. Absolutely. You may only have one or two, really. I'm friends with a lot of people, but I am not super close with very many, very few. And so I was going to have you take this in our little closing demonstration that just came to me. Was, like these are swords, but instead of fighting each other with them and trying to hurt each other or even hurt ourselves by comparing, that we take them and we allow them to sharpen each other. Iron sharpening iron, if these were iron. That we, oh look. And that we, okay. I don't know, what's the right pose? This looks like something bad, like, like this, how about, like this? Oh, the cross! <gasps> oh, go, no, no, the cross. What's the cross? Like Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. We could do like one of those we could, things. Oh, we could. You know, we use the sticks. <laughs> oh, we're done. We're out of time. So there's going to be like, you cannot get up and all go somewhere else because we have another session right back to back. We're going to sing a song and then. <laughs> like a metal detector. <laughs> This is a scanner mm, for a bad attitude. (laughs) If you don't have a friend you can laugh with, you're really missing out on one of God's greatest gifts. And, you know, maybe you can find a friend here that you can laugh with or share something funny every now and then. But you need somebody that's different than you. Because if it's just like you, you're going to get on each other's nerves real bad. 